Welcome to the Plus Podcast with Midwest Direct, a marketing and communications company focused on helping marketers develop engaging messages and interpret the results. We deliver over 2 million messages every day that land in mailboxes, inboxes, and show up in online advertising. When your campaign is over, we help our marketers understand their results and plan for future campaigns. We recorded these podcasts to support clients in all the avenues in marketing that you have to execute every day. Subscribe to our series now. My name is Michelle Toivonen, Director of Strategic Marketing at Midwest Direct, and I'm here today with Dana Fowler. Hi. Hi. Uh, well, it's the last episode of the season. It's insane. This is our second season, so we've already done two. Yeah, and I have to say, I'm kind of amazed by how far that we've come. The Plus Podcast was created just for bringing traffic to the website when we were launching the new site over a year ago. Yeah, uh, when we started this po- podcast, I honestly had no idea what to expect. But since we launched, we've received almost 2,000 listens for a B2B channel. Honestly, That's crazy. That's not bad. Um, many of the comments also from our clients and listeners, and we're so grateful to have so many dedicated listeners to the podcast, especially during this crazy year. That's for sure. I can't <laughs> wait to tuck, a be- tuck this one away. Yeah. If nothing else, 2020 has been a year for the history books, including here at Midwest. This year, we introduced about 10 new pieces of equipment. I couldn't get the exact number, but it's somewhere around that. And on marketing side of things, we've published over 60 blogs. <laughs> I know it feels like it. That's at least four a month for the whole year, plus 28 podcasts. It's five a month. Five a month. 60 podcasts. 60, wow. Five a month. Wow. Yeah. And then 28 podcasts. Including this one. Including this one. Yeah. We can easily say all of that is record-breaking for us here at Midwest. Well, we're... Proud of everything all the departments at Midwest have accomplished throughout this difficult year, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since I'm with the marketing department, I am a little bit of a personal bias towards all of that. And I want to go over a little bit more about what we accomplished with the podcast. Yeah, we both have just a little bit of a personal bias towards yeah. the marketing department. Um, since we've published so many podcasts in 2020, we've realized that it might have been a bit difficult for some of our listeners to keep up with the topics that we've covered because there's been so many different topics. Right. Um, so we thought that we would use this podcast to share some of our favorite clips, some of mm-hmm. our favorite moments from each of of those podcasts in 2020. We left out a couple just because they weren't yeah. as relevant at this time. Um, but this will give you a basic overview of what we covered in 2020. Well, to keep the overview as simple as possible, we broke this uh, this episode down into four categories. There's Digital Plus Post, our nonprofit summit, uh, expert interviews, and our data and digital services. Yeah, so we started off this year um, with the launch of our new product, Digital Plus Post. Digital Plus Post changes the exposure in your campaign from a one-time mailing to include email and online display and retargeting ad exposure for up to 60 days. Um, that's an incremental improvement in your marketing power, and it helps You improve your customer experience while gaining much more relevant data to inform you on your 
buyer's behavior and get insight into your customer's journey. It's a really good overview of what Digital Plus Post is in general, and we covered it a lot more in the following episodes, and we're going to share some of the clips from those here. So these are episodes 14, 15, 16, 23, 27, 30, 31, and 34. And again, you can find the full episode link links below in the description, or you can visit mw-direct.com slash plus pod to hear them all. So we've designed Digital Plus Post to help marketers integrate and serve messages in mail, social media, informed delivery emails, and online display ads. This changes the exposure in your campaign from a one-time mailing to multiple channels, including email, online exposure for up to 30 days. It's an incremental improvement in your marketing power, and it helps you improve the customer experience while gaining much more relevant data to inform you on your buyer's behaviors and insight even into the customer journey. They want to know more. They want to understand how to use all the channels effectively and how to integrate mail into that. So when I'm talking to them about this, first thing I say is, how many of you know how to build a digital campaign? All the hands go up. How many of you have a HubSpot account? All the hands go up. HubSpot is inbound marketing. And we are outbound marketing, loud and proud, right? This is outbound. This is direct mail. This is direct marketing. So they have to kind of wrap their heads around how this works differently than what they're all used to. When I'm talking to them, I let them know this is the fastest way you can differentiate yourself as a marketer in a sea of people who already know how to build emails and Google ads. So if I am interested in learning more about mail tracking or just getting it enabled, what do I need to do? Well, first of all, it starts with actually having a mailing campaign created. And okay. this is an element of it. Mm -hmm. um, and quite frankly, I, I have pretty much instructed most clients, if not all of them at this point, there's no reason not to be tracking your mail Good. because it has become so easy with the post office and the information is so readily available. There's no reason and it's very affordable Okay. in, in relative terms to the cost of postage, especially once you spend all that money to do the creative, mm -hmm. to get it printed, to get pay for the postage and put it in the mail, you might as well spend a couple extra dollars and know where the mail is. And you know, the new trends now are to start to integrate social media, right? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that knowing when your mail is being delivered by geographic area can help them plan on rolling out those campaigns simultaneously. Right. Uh, truly, it's uh, using the integrated tools yeah. uh, driven by when is that direct mail hitting home. Digital Plus Post is a dashboard and this Facebook and Instagram advertising sits inside the dashboard. Okay. So we're going to talk about more than just Facebook and Instagram advertising now. We're going to talk about the whole dashboard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So we designed Digital Plus Post to help marketers integrate and serve messages in mail, with mail tracking, in social media, using informed delivery email and online display ads. So that's a lot of channels all mm -hmm. wrapped up in one. This changes the exposure in your campaign from a one-time mailing 
to integrating mail, email, and online exposure, and this is a really good part, for up to 30 days. Wow. So that changes it a lot. Instead of sending out a piece of mail and having your brand appear in front of them for one day, you're extending your brand appearance and the offer and the message for up to 30 days. But once you have your Facebook and Instagram business page, most folks know they can advertise on those channels. Yep. And it's, it's really good for business to do that kind of advertising. However, we also know most of us as consumers, we don't want to click on the ads. Yep. <laughs> okay. So as an advertiser, you never know how effective the ads are or whether you should spend any more time and money. And I will say for small business owners, time mm -hmm. is a big part of that. Um, also, Google ads have essentially the same problem. What if someone sees your ad, they don't click on it, but they want to know more and they go to your website anyway? I mean, that's not a bad thing. But how do you know? A, how effective were your ads? B, how to capture the leads. Real people who saw the ads didn't click but came to your site. And C, can you capture any information about that lead so you can follow up with them? Right. That's the holy grail. That's the key that people are looking for. We all want to know how to generate those leads and then follow up on them. Having your brand out there continuously really matters. And here's a few statistics just to back this up. I know we've said this in almost every episode lately, so just bear with me if you've heard this before, but 80% of sales are made between the 8th and the 12th contact. I mean, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. First of all, we now know that you don't have to continuously message, but if they're interested, it still takes at least eight times to actually get them to engage or mm -hmm. make a sale with them. And website visitors who are retargeted with display ads are 43% more likely to convert on your website. Uh, that's a really big number, and that is why people spend, I mean, marketing budgets for online retargeting are really big. Mm -hmm. And this type of online retargeting produces a very tangible result. In addition to the statistics and the, the re-engagement, we can give you more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have one more statistic for you. With retargeting, the percentage of users who return and complete the conversion process increases to 26%. That's insane. And if that doesn't convince you to use online retargeting, maybe the addition of knowing exactly who visited your website will. The point not to be missed on this is the same as all the other services with Digital Plus Post, which is it starts with the mailing piece, but it adds in ads that keep the value of that campaign rolling for an entire month. So Again, 30 days of online advertising really backs up the mailing. Mm -hmm. So people are used to spending a lot of money on mail. Um, this really is a minor increase to get added value over 30 days. This case study is for a community college that was running their spring 2020 enrollment campaign. And it was from December 23rd to about January 21st. And they wanted to get maximum engagement and enrollment. No surprise there. Yep. <laughs> 
So the solution was they used Digital Plus Post to target a list of 3,377 students who were pre-qualified for financial assistance. This online college personalized and direct mailed postcards and placed ads in the informed delivery email connected to a landing page. Using Digital Plus Post, they launched online retargeting ads and the social media ads to follow website visitors around the web. They even use call tracking to track inbound phone calls and SMS opt-ins. All this was done in one dashboard for real-time viewing of interactions and impressions. Wow. I'm just going to chime in for a second here and say it's kind of impressive to me that an online college would choose to do a mailing because they saw the value behind it in addition to all of these other services like the online retargeting and the social media ads that just it shows how how powerful of a package this really is right i mean this community college was hoping to use digital plus post to draw 30 new students with a projected revenue of about $66,000 they ended up bringing in 119 new students and they received a revenue of $261,800, so about $262,000. Wow. Which was a 7,000 plus percent return <laughs> on investment. So needless to say, they were pretty happy. Uh-huh, I, I can understand why. So those clips we just listened to only cover a small portion of what we offer when it comes to Digital Plus Post. To learn more about the Omnichannel dashboard, visit mw-direct.com slash DPP or keep listening. In February of this year, we hosted the Cleveland Nonprofit Summit to introduce proven marketing strategies used by nonprofit organizations that find more donors, use multiple channels to bring in donations, and find a way to get that done with a reasonable budget and effort. Mm -hmm. During this event, we had two speakers and a case study session, which we turned into podcast episodes. So those are 17, 18, 32, 33, and 37. truly know the difference between omni-channel marketing and multi-channel marketing. Let me define it for you. Multi-channel marketing is probably what most of you are doing right now. You're utilizing several different marketing channels to get your message across to either the same or multiple audiences, but with each channel that you utilize, you are changing your message. You're saying one thing through email, you're saying another thing through direct mail, you're utilizing another thing through social media, You know, you're kind of changing it up a bit and you might be changing the audience a bit, okay? That's multi-channel marketing. That's good. You, I want you to continue to do that. Digital Plus Post is an omni-channel marketing strategy. Omni-channel marketing means you take the same audience and the same message and you multiply that message to that audience through several different marketing channels. That's the difference. So that is why if you guys are doing any sort of social media campaigns or if you're doing any sort of digital marketing right now, digital plus post is not going to step on the toes of that marketing strategy because we are doing an omni-channel marketing strategy. So we're extracting a piece of your digital strategy and specifically connecting it to the direct mail. 
Digital Plus Post, it is a marketing-based solution and it's designed to do two things for you. It's designed to seamlessly track the effectiveness of your direct mail and enhance the overall results by integrating with digital marketing. So talking about integration, we want to take what's good about digital and what's good about direct mail and make your marketing approach great, right? So you are spending your marketing dollars wisely and you are not leaving any money on the table. So essentially, Digital Plus Post is made up of seven individual technologies and they are bundled together as one, okay? And I'm not hiding this from you, this is mail-centric. You're at Midwest Direct here, okay? We want you to utilize direct mail. Want that to be one of the forefronts of your marketing plan. Okay, but we want to enhance it, make it better, and make it not a guessing game that your direct mail is actually working. So we want to show you the attribution of your direct mail. I went to a nonprofit session a couple of years ago, and, and this is how they preceded their whole presentation. They were talking about donors, and they said that your bucket has a hole in it. Uh, you've got your new donors that you've acquired that are at the top of your bucket. You've got your current donors, and then you have your donors that have ceased giving. And the issue is, is that donors are flowing out of your bucket faster than they're flowing in. And how is it that we can keep filling the bucket at the top? Because you really can't always plug the holes at the bottom of the bucket. So that's what we're going to take a look at. Now, many nonprofits say, okay, when we have this issue, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to go find ourselves some wealthy donors and take care of it. And the problem is you can't find those because all of you in the room are looking for the same ones in town. And it's the ones that are in the middle of the bucket, the current donors, the continuing donors, those are the ones that you wanna to try to find and we're gonna help you find those types of donors. The Facebook givers are the Gen Xers and the baby boomers, the 40 to 75 year olds. Most of these attend events. What surprised me, and this came from that donor USA, 41% uh, of all giving comes from Gen Xers aged 40 to 54. That, number's, that number really surprised me. As opposed to 19% from baby boomers and 26% from the greatest generation. How much they give to charity, but, but this is the communication. The millennials, the 24 to 40, are active on the phones and social media. They aren't email and they aren't into telemarketing. Mostly because they're cell phones, there's no landlines. Gen Xers, uh, phone, social media, direct mail, and telemarketing, as are the baby boomers. Uh, baby boomers answer calls, they check email, they text, they social media, and they respond to direct mail. In fact, almost 25% of them donate because of a, a direct mail solicitation. The greatest generation prefer direct mail and calls and not the rest, which seems fairly obvious. They're not into the email, the texting, and the social media. Uh, on, on average, direct mail generates higher response rates, but email generates higher gifts. Direct mail only donors renew at higher rates than email donors. Email donors seem to be one-off donations, uh, but multi-channel donors are the strongest donors. So let's talk about a school. Let's talk about education for a second. Again, same omni-channel marketing approach. Everything looks the same, very familiar, right? So for this particular school, this was their test run in this first campaign. They sent out 10,481 pieces for new enrollments. 
they got 940 unique visitors to the website. Out of the 940 unique visitors, we were able to match 547 of them. Out of the 547, 484 of them were from the mailing list. They almost pulled the plug on mailing. They were like, mailing doesn't do anything. We're getting everything from digital. Okay. So then we showed them these analytics and they're like, oh, we can't pull the plug on mail. <laughs> we're, we're just getting all of our leads from online. Well, no, duh. People are not coming in with their postcards saying, let me enroll my kid. They're coming to your website. That's what's happening here. So they ended up rolling it out for all of their schools. They did 150,000 pieces, got 453 enrollments. They spent about $200,000 on direct mail, and their first year of revenue was $2.9 million. Do you think that's a good return on investment? I think so. Right? So again, they wouldn't have been able to break this all down if they didn't truly see that omni-channel marketing approach and all of those analytics and tying it back to the direct mail. And those extra touch points really helped to increase their overall enrollments. As you can tell from those clips, we can offer a lot to nonprofits and those lessons can benefit you even if you are not a nonprofit. That's true. And mm -hmm. we cover many topics throughout this podcast, including interviewing experts from different industries like David Rosendahl from Mindfire, Bob Dixon from the USPS, and Sheila Hart from Sheila Hart Design. These experts gave us insight into how each of their industries ties into Midwest Direct and what our listeners can do to better their marketing efforts. Without further ado, here are episodes 19, 20, 21, 22, 25, and 26 with our industry experts. My view of the way marketing works is that we should never become too married to one channel. Um, as an example, if mm -hmm. I were a diehard email person and, you know, said for the next hundred years, my company is going to run off of email marketing. Well, then when consumer attention goes somewhere else, I'm going to be left behind. Mm -hmm. And so I feel my, my word of caution to all marketers is, you know, don't get too married to one channel at your detriment, because if you're too focused on one, you may lose uh, sight of where customer attention is actually going, where consumers are actually paying attention, and that's all that matters. Where are they dialed in right now? And so the point um, to all that is in a B2B environment, um, LinkedIn is where there is a, a veritable gold rush of attention, um, hugely underpriced, um, just an enormous uh, amount of opportunity. I really can't overstate how big an opportunity there is on LinkedIn. So every morning that, that consumer has mail to be delivered in their mailbox, they get an email from informed delivery. And that's usually first thing in the morning, somewhere between 7 and 9 a.m. And it shows them a black and white picture of the front side of all their cards and letters. We show up to 10 in a given email. If you have more than 10, we ask you to go to your dashboard because we don't want to bog down your email with a great big, with a great big mm -hmm. message. Mm -hmm. and they can scroll through and see each one. For those consumers um, who, are, who are customers of brands that are adding content to uh, inform delivery, they can also see a little digital message that appears underneath their image of their mail piece that's clickable. And, you know, we like to say that's the offer space. 
So whatever, whatever message the brand is providing, they have the opportunity to get that extra impression and the consumer can just click to take advantage. Um, lots of mailers have, have done it so far. We've got about, since we started, between our brands and our service providers, about 6,000 who've taken advantage of that capability. And those are all going out to, um, as I said a little bit earlier, about 23 and a half million consumer subscribers today. Design tends to be kind of ubiquitous. It's, it's out there and, and people see it, but they don't pay attention to it. And it's only the ones that have the outstanding com campaigns that have well thought through brands. Those are the ones that stand out in people's heads and they have the staying power. And everybody wants to aspire to that, but they don't know how to get there. And they don't recognize that there's a lot of steps, a lot of exercises that have, they have to go through in order to get to that point where they've got memorability through their brand. If you close your eyes and you think about companies that are really, really successful, like Apple or Coca-Cola, um, you know, you can picture them without even having to look at the product. You know what that product is. You know what their logo looks like. You know what their colors look like. You know the aesthetic that's associated with, the, with those companies. And to get to that point, those companies were practicing branding at such an extreme level that it usurped anything else that they were trying to do. They were trying to develop this presence in people's minds that, that um, they could associate with that company. And from that came brand loyalty. The people come back to them over and over again because they know what their product stands for. And in a lot of cases, they don't care about cost. Um, they will buy their product because they know what that company stands for because that brand has been so, so substantiated, so has been built out so well for them. So for, for designers, we're constantly trying to get companies to think in terms of building brand. And a lot of times they make the mistake of thinking that, you know, putting out a good promo or, you know, let's, let's get good price points or let's tell them our entire story in one tiny little piece or one tiny little space is what is going to do that. And it's the exact opposite. Um, it's long, slow and sneaky. Um, but if you do it well, then you'll get that hold out with people and they'll keep on coming back to you over and over again because you have um, done all of the things that those big companies that I mentioned um, do. As you might be able to tell from those clips, we know a lot of interesting people and we have even more interviews coming up next year. Yeah, and we have a lot of fun interviews in the works for 2021, but if you can't wait until then, go back and listen to those episodes, um, and we can do some links below. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we do have a lot of expert friends outside of Midwest Direct. We also have a lot of experts here in our building. Three of our favorite people to interview in-house this year were Mike Ruffing, Director of Business Development, June De Palma, Director of C-Track Direct, and Gary Seitz, VP of C-Track Direct. They all sat down with us for multiple episodes to speak with us about digital and data services. These are some of our most popular and complicated services, so it is nice to have experts to explain them to us in the episodes to follow. 24, 28, 29, 35, 36, 38, 39, and 40. And so what we're now doing is, is that we'll be able to take a lot of the intelligence, 
that these campaigns and parties have spent millions of dollars on. Mm -hmm. And if we can get that data, mm -hmm. we're going to be able to hyper-target the voters that they want, even by district, um, during absentee ballot processes, if they've registered to get by mail, mm -hmm. we can start hitting them with ads. Which is really an amazingly personalized version of how to advertise. Truly. And it's, oh, it's almost near real time. Yeah. It's, it's truly on whatever party they're registered with, number one, right? Mm -hmm. Down to the district. And we've also seen we're getting closer to election day. Mm -hmm. The campaigns turn up the vibe. So we can start making sure it's not just spray and pray where we're able to increase the number of ads to that particular voter because we only present those ads to those people when they're online. I think that we should also emphasize the strategic partnership that yeah. you can offer them um, in the value of being able to prove out not just the ROI of the campaign right. based on how many, right. but you can actually take a look at their list and we can pinpoint the members that responded to Google ads, the members that responded to the mailing. Right. Um, you can track who came to the website, how many pages they went through, right. and then um, even help them to prove out really big strategic concepts like the lifetime value um, what you were able to bring in in that campaign based on how many members they've got for a young audience yeah, now. Yeah. I'm sure the lifetime value went up when they were able to attract younger members. Absolutely, yeah. Do you want to have more reach? Right. Do you want to be able to reach the right demographic or the specific demographics at the right time? And do you only, instead of just throwing a big net out, would you like to be able to hyper-target it that you're only putting ads in front of the people that you know you want to talk to? Yeah. Now, obviously, I want that borderline rhetorical, <laughs> if not outright rhetorical question, but that's what we need to have. That's where our discussions need to start up front. Our people, like you, you guys do a great job. We can show them case study of case study. I, it's the trust factor. Of the tech, mm -hmm. am I getting? Is this the same old, same old? Right, right. Bright and shiny stuff right. from online ads. Right. With all that, let's have that discussion first, and then put us through the ringer secondarily. Beat us over the heads. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Look, understand. This is how you can trust it. This, that, 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 right. That, so. Yeah, and I think I think that part of the real upside for people who want. To do the digital transformation. They want to get these systems integrated so they get better reporting, but it's really difficult to get started with yes. it. I think the beauty of that is with these, with an online dashboard that you can literally log in and see what's performing, how well are you doing in any given channel all together is just, it's so much easier to begin to build the trust in the system yes. because you know if somebody calls in and says hey why'd you spend that money you can show exactly yeah. what happened inside of it it's something tangible that yeah. they can see something what very tangible yeah a lot of times what we'll do is if a client has a house file and they aren't exactly sure how they want to take the next step to find new prospects we can help them by doing an 
analytical review of their mm-hmm. data and then say to the, go back to them and say, well, your customers look like this and they have these kind of sales. On average, they make these, you know, they order this often. Um, they make a donation this often. Say it was a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. We can go find lookalike prospects for them so that they can continue to grow um, their business. Um, we can get specialty lists for them. We can. Um, pretty much do anything they need us to do with the data side of things. Mm -hmm. And then anything surrounding that, whether it's printing for them or doing the fulfillment for them, um, managing their database for them, giving them access to their database through a tool that we call My Portal. We really can do anything from A to Z. Um, When we started out as an organization, as C-Track, we were a inventory company okay. and we got into the direct mail industry because we had a client come to us and say, we need help to do this. Oh, and so we figured out how to do this oh, and then okay. we've grown from there to the, where we are today. So um, we love to tackle the types of projects where maybe there's not a prepackaged solution, but we will come up with a solution for you. And that's what our data team does. A lot of people, when they hear the words merge, purge, think, oh, I know what that is, right? And they don't realize there are literally levels of merging and purging that you can adjust how loose or how tight you're going to be in, you know, duplicate finds or, you know, whether or not you're going to say this person is probably the same person or not. That's correct. Hmm. And when we run a merge um, for the first time for a client and we'll send this report to them, um, especially if we're seeing red flags somewhere like, okay, we didn't think we'd find this many duplicates or, you know, it may be the opposite of that where we're not finding as many as we thought we would Mm -hmm. based on conversations that we have had with the client. Um, and then that's when we start saying, okay, let's, let's take a look at this. Maybe it's better if we do it this in this fashion, um, until we get to the results that they're looking for. But it, yeah, it's a very important part of the data, um, world because duplication is, you know, costly, and irritating to the recipient. After the catalog mailings, um, we started to do an SKU analysis. Wow. Down to the SKU. Down to the SKU. So we were taking the SKUs that were in the catalog and not in the catalog and comparing it to people that were mailed and not mailed Mm -hmm. and breaking out a very detailed analysis report that they couldn't do from their internal IT team. Right. Right. Um, because we had all that mail history and had that data and um, because we have an internal programming team with SQL, mm-hmm. uh, they were able to do those and we were able to tweak the reports and generate these SKU reports of what was in the various versions of the catalogs and who was mailed and not mailed and mm-hmm. what was performing well and not performing. Mm-hmm. And it helped them in making decisions on not only products that were appearing inside right. the catalog, but which product was on the cover. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It becomes important information. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it also allowed them to figure out their ROI. So on, you know, their cost, right. you know, the average per book that they were, that they were getting, you know, so right. what, you know, were the dollars compared to the cost to make sure that, that they were, you know, meeting their expectations. And in front of all of that is the very first step that we tell everybody is clean data is what's going to drive everything yep. else. Right. Right. The most the, basic. The most right? basic part of it that, right. you know, because you get, and we're, we're at our fault of that sometimes ourselves. Just, you know, we get so involved in this, the, the, you know, the intensity of what they're looking for. And we're sure. like, oh, let's look at this. And how about if we do this and this and that or whatever? And, mm-hmm. you know, what are the results and how do we, you know, all that, all that 
the fun and fancy stuff of it or whatever. You right. sort of, we all sort of need to step back and remember that the best part about all of this and the most important part about all of this is that how clean is the data. Mm-hmm. So the importance of making sure that when we have taken your house file and run it through our hygiene process and we've given you back records that we consider undeliverable, that you either flag them in your system or try to update them in your system. We'll give you back movers you know, that we have found mm-hmm. so that you can, again, we will have updated it prior to the mailing so it mm-hmm. gets to the person, but you need to be aware of that in your CRM mm-hmm. so that you can clean that up and make sure that, you know, because over time that NCOA file rolls off and now you're right. going to be able to catch them again and then you're right. back into a cycle of having bad records within there. So clean um, data mm-hmm. is, you know, the biggest key that's going to drive everything else that we're doing behind it. Gary, Mike, and Jean had some really powerful information to share. If you haven't listened to those full episodes, I highly recommend you go back and listen to them now. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to listen to those episodes specifically, there are plenty of episodes from 2019 and 2020 to listen to. 40 to be exact. Well, before we finish up, I want to take a second to say we're so happy with where the podcast has come since we launched it in the summer of 2019. Uh, We never expected it to be this successful, but we are so grateful and we appreciate you listening as much as we enjoy making the episodes. We really do. Thank you all so much for supporting us. And if you have any questions, any comments or topics that you want us to cover, feel free to give us a call at 1-800-686- 6666, or you can email marketing at mw-direct.com. Well, that being said, we are taking a bit of a break to help us prepare for the next season of the Plus Podcast so we can keep creating and sharing more fun episodes with you. And we'll be spending plenty of time with our family and friends to celebrate the holidays. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we have for this year. We can't wait for you to hear what we have prepared for you in 2021. Thanks for listening. And happy holidays. Achieve all your marketing goals with Midwest Direct. Contact us at mw-direct.com or call us at 1-800-686-6666 and get started today. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel now. You don't want to miss any of our fun upcoming announcements.